This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop 1 in 5 pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sitap, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my marketing genius co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. No pressure for this episode. <laughs> right? You know, we're a little side tangent here, but we're probably going to revamp the intro and everything, not everything for the podcast. And you're cutting that part. And we might, and we, <laughs> we, we should actually decide if we want to keep that intro and decide what our uh, closing is. You know how like people have like closing taglines? Yeah. Like what's his name? Um, Al Roker. Yeah. He yes. always has his closing tag- tagline. Uh-huh. Um, so if you like how I introduced Mina, would you mind DMing us and let me know that you <laughs> like it? <laughs> or some suggestions um, on closing taglines. Because you know like how every presentation we give or every talk or whatever, we always close it with, there's room at the top for all of us. So it could be something like that, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, today we are going to dig into a conversation that we've been having a lot with our masterminders. A lot of our masterminders were also and are also multi-stream machine students, and they've done so well implementing what they've learned in multi-stream machine that then they, they moved up and they ascended into the masterminds because they just have such momentum in their business. But what we've been talking a lot about right now is paid versus organic marketing. There have we can we're going to get into Facebook and the struggles there with paid marketing and how a lot of businesses are finding that they're going to need to switch gears up a bit, lean more lean back into organic marketing. And we wanted to talk about that with you today because there's paid and organic and we want to talk about how and when to integrate them into your business. Yeah. Um, it's funny because a lot of our multi-stream machine students, they focus heavily on organic marketing, which is what we are raving fans about. We really think that businesses 
should and could and definitely start off with organic marketing because you only have so much money as a small business, especially a product one, your money is usually tied up into your inventory. And so they already have that mindset. And then as you move further into the mastermind, you have people who are also doing organic or um, paid marketing. And so now we're kind of having this full on conversation because we have people that have moved up from multi-stream machine, like Jacqueline was saying, and we have new people that are in the mastermind that have been doing a lot of paid advertising. But then what, what, what happens when Mark Zuckerberg Marky and Mark Zuckerberg. yeah, oh my goodness. And um, <laughs> Apple don't get along, right? So there was all the privacy things that happened with I, uh, iOS changes. And, and then all of a sudden, Facebook ads have just really been a struggle across the board. Yeah. One of, you know, um, one of our multi-stream machine students that also became a masterminder, they started last year. They really dug into paid ads. They hired an agency for paid ads. They, made, they grew their business to a million dollar business brand. Now it's a patentable product. It's something really special. So you're going to hear this and be like a million dollars in a year. Yes. But they lean heavily into paid marketing, paid marketing what and manufacturing. And manufacturing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not necessarily makers right now, but um, what ha- they started as makers, then they scaled uh, yeah. and they were able to use manufacturers. So what happens when all of a sudden the machine breaks and the way that you're acquiring customers and leads and sales ultimately isn't working, it kind of can come to a screeching halt and be really scary. And so we've come up with a whole bunch of ways and we're going to talk about that today. You might've heard us talk about this in, a, in another uh, podcast episode, but the three types of marketing that we're going to talk about are paid marketing, organic marketing, and working with partners for your marketing. And so let's dig into this. Yeah. So when your business ends up breaking, let's say you feel like it's broken because all of a sudden something, your major faucet, you know, slows down. Like it feels like, oh no, I was doing Facebook ads and all of a sudden that has stopped and the machine feels broken. Well, you have to kind of do a big pivot, a big readjustment, right? Of, oh my goodness, you know, now what? Now what do I do? So one of the things that we try to do with our masterminders, our multi-stream machine students, is that we reshift them into thinking, what are the three buckets that you could be making money from? So marketing-wise, it's like what we said, it's paid marketing, which is Facebook ads, Google ads, that sort of thing. It's organic, which is, you know, word of mouth, social media, email, you know, things that don't cost you money and, you know, that Jack and I talk about constantly. And then there's partner, which is like affiliate, um, social media influencers, perhaps local and, you know, that sort of thing. And then it makes it really easy for you to know that, oh, okay, I get it. My bucket of paid is not great right now. I'm not going to shut everything off unless I really need to, but... I need to reshift my focus into one of these other buckets, if not both of them, little pieces of each. Yeah. But then shout out to um, Stitch Stories, who's a masterminder. It's Debbie. And she's she has a huge, huge email list. And she's uh-huh. a brand new business. She's been in business less than a year. And we had said to her, we're like, how did you grow this list? And she did it with paid advertising, paid marketing, where she manages her own Facebook. Um, she's also starting to integrate emails. That's something that we're, we're talking about, which is the organic part of it because she's done all the work on that acquisition of customers. So how does she get them to buy and buy again? So let's jump into paid really fast because that, that Stitch Stories is an excellent example of somebody who did paid marketing. Same with our other you know, masterminders. They've done it. Some people it's still worked amazingly. For. 
Yeah. And some people it's working for, and it could work for you now. Mina and I are still running ads, but sometimes if it breaks, we want to, we drop into those other buckets as well. So paid marketing. Why would you do paid marketing? Well, paid marketing has the ability to scale your business faster. It has the ability to target customers. So you can find customers quicker. You can, they can find you quicker. It's really targeted. And like, even on Amazon, there's the pay-per-click idea, right? Like they, mm-hmm. but you, you end up top of the search and they can click on it and discover your business. So it's a much faster approach to marketing. Yeah, for sure. And pay-per-click and Etsy and pay-per-click on Amazon and even on Google, right? Those are basically advertising channels that you can get onto to do pay-per-click and you pay per click. That's what it stands for. That is when someone is coming to buy. It, those are marketplaces, essentially. Then there's what is considered um, quote-unquote interruption marketing which is social media paid. So Facebook, Instagram, because people go there, they don't go to their shop, they go to socialize. They go there to engage with their friends, family, you know, brands that they follow, that sort of thing. And it's considered interruption because you're interrupting what they would normally do on that platform. Now those are evolving. I'm sure they're, you know, they're going to get the marketplaces in place. You know, they already are. You'll, we'll start to see that evolve even more and more. And then people will have that expectation coming onto there that they are essentially a consumer, you know? So that is what paid is for is there's definitely different benefits to each, right? So one of them getting in front of your customer when they have their wallet out, that's pay-per-click. And uh, the other one, social media marketing, Facebook and all that is getting in front of them when they, and selling to them when they are, unassuming, I suppose, you know, like, oh, that's hey. like when you might see a story or a yeah. reel that's about a product and then they, they get entertained and then they, maybe they buy after. Yeah, for sure. And then it also, it, it, it kind of takes care of like the bonding experience, you know, the no like trust on there all in one fell swoop <laughs> on social media. Um, because if it's like through, you know, a, somebody uh, or a brand that they're already following, then you get them through no like trust and they buy from you very quickly as, you know, whereas like on Amazon, you don't have an idea usually of what that brand stands for unless they pepper it in there with a few, you know, value statements or something. Yeah. And so other places like old school marketing on paid would be listings in magazines, right? Or places mm-hmm. in newspapers, um, taking out a billboard, a commercial. Those are all paid advertising, paid marketing, and paid placements. But you typically can think about the acquisition of a customer. And depending on, you know, when we used to advertise in magazines, you'd be like, you know, there's uh-huh. however many, 2 million readers on a monthly basis. An ad in this in this magazine is you know five thousand ten thousand dollars, but you're getting in front of two million eyes. You could then divide that up and say this is how much it would cost to get in front of two million eyes, for example. Yeah, for sure. Like our directory, right? Our small biz shopping directory that is considered paid traditional marketing. So we're talking commercials, radio ads, billboards, like what Jacqueline is saying, um, yellow pages. You know, remember you could buy ads in the yellow pages even. Like mm-hmm. there were listings, and I would be listed even my consulting business would be listed in trade papers. So a lot of people out here have their makers or maybe their knitters, you know, and there's very specific trade publications that would make sense for their business as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so make, you know, side note, get into our directory because we're talking, though you do pay for it, you know us, we love to give tons of value. So we're also putting in there that the visibility is you get all these intangibles, though you are paying it, you get the education behind it. You get the, we're pushing the visibility for you. So there's lots of different things that it falls into paid because you do pay for it, but it's an annual thing, right? Right. And the thing that I would say, just going back to our directory, because again, my business designer consulting co-op, the only reason that it did... I mean, I'm not kidding, so well. And I never had to do Facebook ads or typical paid marketing other than I would end up in the trade publications. I would go do shows and be in person and I got into a directory. And the coolest thing about the directory, you know, that we're launching the small business shopping directory, which actually is open now you can go sign up. But the, the thing like Mina said is not only do you get that listing and people get to discover you and buy from you, which is that paid placement, but us wanting you to make all your money back on that listing would be the education because there's a ton of education on marketing. So you know how we like to teach. So you've got, you know, 10 hours basically education of, of education. Right. And we're offering savings and discounts that are exclusive to our directory members, which means that we are going to find, we're working with partners to get you discounts on things that product bosses need, whether it's technology, whether it's printed you know, packaging, um, discounts to bigger box stores, even personal stuff. So that, that right there would pay back your investment in the directory. But yeah, that's paid. That's paid. So which pros and cons or... Um, I want to go back to your example that you gave of a designer consulting co-op because Jacqueline was saying that she was in a directory, right? That's a traditional, um, she was in a directory of consultants for fashion design startup, right? So that was in print, which is paid because she's paying to be part of that directory. But here's the thing with organic in, we're going to the next bucket now, organic, which online with our directory, there's organic of search engine optimization. So Jacqueline was actually also... Mine was online. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, I was going to say you're killing two birds with one stone. I thought you were in that (laughs) that printed booklet, remember? I've been in printed books, which is a separate Uh payment, but this one was an online one. So I got the backlink, which forever... Remember, I've had my business for 15 years. I still benefit from the backlink of being listed in this directory year over year. Mm -hmm. Which is the side benefit of organic of search engine optimization because that particular domain had more domain authority than you do, you know, aside from like picking up the benefits of that, it is, uh, there's also holistically paid and organic in this bucket right here. Yeah. So real quick, before we move on to organic pros and cons of why you would do paid. So the cons would be, if you don't know what you're doing, you want to learn. So if you're going to yeah. do, we teach Amazon and multi-shoe machine. We teach a little bit of like, this is like the basics to getting started on pay-per-click. There are people out there that teach Etsy ads, um, there, if you're going to run Google ads or Facebook ads, if you know how to do it, like Debbie does, or you want to learn how to do it, do it. Otherwise, you can hire an agency or an expert, and you need to be able to afford it. So the cost of your pro- or the the average cart value needs to be able to pay for the ads plus your production. So it's it's a trickier thing when you're doing paid ads to acquire customers and then also having to spend money on all of that. The pros, like we said in the very beginning, are that you get a greater reach. You can grow faster. But because you have a greater reach and you have a ton of people you can reach out to, you need to make sure you have the inventory on the back end and that you can keep up with it. So that's just a couple of things on paid 
We just don't want you to boost your posts unless like you've done it and they work for you. Yeah. I never (laughs) recommend anybody doing paid ads unless they um, invest in something, whether that's an expert, a course to teach yourself. You need to, if you're not going to hire an expert, you need to become the expert that knows enough in order to not waste your money. Yeah. So that's our, our warning there, but paid works and paid will continue to work. And even if it feels broken for some of you right now, it will, things will shake out. It always does. So the next bucket is organic marketing, which we kind of started to touch on. It's what we teach all day, every day in multi-stream machine. It's a little bit of what we do, even with the directory of posting on social, you know, sending emails to our list. Like that's definitely the organic side of it, but let's talk about that. Yeah. Some, so, so some examples of organic would be email marketing, social media marketing, and content marketing. So those, and then search engine optimization, right? So SEO. So those are just some examples. We are big believers in organic. So this is probably my favorite bucket because I definitely like believe in organic marketing. I think that if you're a small business, you Organics is slower than paid, you know, just like what Jacqueline is saying, you can um, scale paid quicker. But the thing is, when you're a small business, there takes time for you to learn from your mistakes, figure out your messaging, do a whole bunch of stuff. Like you're just learning how to run a business. And oftentimes you're wasting a lot of money. So organic gives you a chance to understand what the customer wants from you, how to speak on your products, what to eliminate you know, for your products, if you have a whole bunch of different things, it just creates clarity when you're able to keep moving forward with organic, but there's still growth, you know? And so that's why I'm such a big fan of organic and playing around with that and getting really creative with that. And we see people grow all the time, even explosively through organic as well. Now, marketing is never free. So I just want to kind of remove that off the plate because while you may be doing paid marketing that has like a cost of acquisition, when you're doing organic marketing, it might be that you're spending time on it. It may be that you're investing into really good photos or a graphic designer. It may be that you're gifting product. Um, I know that's um, coming up also in partners, but there's product involved that has to be created and given, right? But organic is probably the easiest way to, to get going. And it's basically thinking about organic as like, how can you get in front of more customers? How can you get in front of more eyes? Do you get onto someone's podcast? Do you, which is, is that, would you say that's part, that's not partner because you're not paying for it? I mean, partner is, is a loose, a loose one that we came up with because I think it's easier to think about when you're working with other people because there usually is a cost tied to it, whether it's free product or you're giving them a cut or there's some other messaging that has to be developed because you're working with somebody else. Uh, And then there's usually other people's platforms. We're talking Amazon, Etsy, that sort of thing. But for organic, you know, when I think of organic, it's like word of mouth, which is essentially free, but that person, you had to acquire them some sort of way. Also, it could be blog, blog posts, for example. So figuring out what your keywords are and doing a whole bunch of articles that would be beneficial for your for your customers but obviously you might need to invest in you know a year of content.com <laughs> Or, um, you know, to know what to talk about, let's say, you know, various things or you paying for your website. So these are definitely, uh, like Jacqueline said, there's cost to everything of doing business. But when you think about it in the marketing scope, oftentimes organic is quote unquote free. 
because you get to be on social media and reach all these people that you would never get in front of. And you're not paying a dime to um, be on Instagram. Right. Um, right. And thank and, you. Thank you, Marky Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, he will make we'll you pay. He will make you pay. And then email marketing, you know, it's that you've already have that email list usually, and you get to email them as many times as you want, even though you're paying for the software, but, um, until they decide they don't want to be on your email list anymore, which is a good thing because then you're only, you know, you want to always have people that are, are willing to buy from you. Yeah. So we do, you know, especially within the course and our multi-stream machine students, there's a lot of conversation about visibility, which is also marketing. And Mm -hmm. we see a crossover with marketing and sales or visibility and sales, where we teach you about getting onto other platforms, for example. And by getting onto other platforms, you're actually building in organic marketing, more visibility, Mm -hmm. because you're in front of eyes that you would never be in front of off of your own platform. So say you have a Shopify site, you have to drop, you have to bring people to that. So you might be on Instagram posting every day and, and feel like you're banging your head against the wall because you know, the algorithm doesn't let you get in front of other people. The way we're seeing people get in front of other people is from reels, right? Reels going viral, for example. Um, that's one of the ways right or now, TikTok. at least on Instagram. Yeah. Which TikTok, TikTok would those, be considered part of there. We don't talk a lot about it, but we know people that have gone viral on there and that are making sales. And you know? that's a way that the algorithms are still created to allow for your content to get in front of other people and video, especially versus um, stories and posts are, are very much only for your followers, right? So it feels, sometimes Instagram feels like this big old chase of how do I do this? Well, when you're selling on other platforms, Etsy, you're selling on Amazon, you know, you're in, in front of these other places, there's customers already there ready to buy. And mm-hmm. also if you can grow your email list when you're in person, when you, if you can get people off of Etsy to give you their email, if you're on Instagram and like you get emails, if any, any way you can email, then you get to build that in as organic marketing. It's an asset in your business, your email list. And then you get to market to the people that are, are a warmer audience. Yeah. Um, I would consider those more to be partner though. Again, we just added this kind of in because it's easier for, I feel like people to wrap their minds around, but the sales channels, there's always an overlap, like in any sort of teaching for even EOS, we always talk about that book traction and all that stuff. They put sales and marketing together, but in my mind, it's visibility and marketing is potential money. You're always feeding feeding the pipeline. You know, sales is sales channels. You're making the money. Transactions happen. So it's harder to think of those platforms as your partner, but they essentially are. They're bringing the audience and you give them a cut. 15% on Amazon, you know, 5% on Etsy. Um, Which is the cost of doing business. (laughs) So I know that Mina's like (laughs) saying it with an exclamation point. Yeah. It's the cost of doing business. That's the partnership part, right? Yeah. Because even think about affiliates. Sometimes they get 30%, 20%, 15%, you know, that is direct to consumer, for example. So there's those partners that you need them. You need them to bring those other eyes, those other you know, the other audience or whatever. And, and then the exchange is usually a cut or it's free product, you know? So I know we kind of skipped down to partners because I was a little bit confusing in how I was explaining it, but going back to organic, the pros to organic is it doesn't cost you anything, right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. can do it. You can get in front of more eyes. The cons of organic is it's slower and you yeah. have to be really creative and you have to create the content and and it's a build out and it's, and it's a snowball. We always talk about that snowball. Um, so it's momentum that you get and it's a slower growth. And especially on social media, if you're treating social media as you know, one of your main organic marketing places, 
it's a slow grow and it yeah. takes a while to figure out what you need to do to and make the it work. algorithm. Like you, it's harder to read data too for organic. A lot of times, like, you know how, like you're on social media and like, I think that they like it or do they like it? Whereas like paid, mm-hmm. you can see dollar for dollar, you know, spend a dollar, get however many cents back, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, Mark Zuckerberg is not telling you this person bought from you because they found you on Instagram, for example, you know? Only if they clicked on your ad, for example. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's organic. We talk about organic marketing a lot, um, but we'll jump to partners because we kind of tackled partners already. Mm-hmm. So partners are when you're using somebody, you're working with somebody else, another mm-hmm. business. Another platform. Some sort of, yeah, some sort of partnership, which the directory somewhat also could be considered yeah. a partnership as well. For sure. Because I consider um, in-person a partner because they you pay them to have a booth and then they bring the audience, right? Like they're, I don't know, sending out flyers. Like who knows how people do anything these days. <laughs> However they do it these days. <laughs> <laughs> they send out to their own email. Yeah. <laughs> they send out their own email list. They, you know, so they're bringing the audience, right? That's the benefit of partner is that usually it's in front of somebody else's audience, but you're giving, like I said, free product or a cut or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, Sometimes people lump that into paid. Sometimes people lump that into organic, which is why we kind of shoved it over to the side as partner because we're seeing that be such a useful way for product businesses to grow. It's kind of the in-between of organic and paid of being able to scale because tons of people we know are able to scale from Amazon or they're able to scale from influencers, you know? So... It, I would say yeah. probably, and this is for our multi-stream machine students, like we have seen some incredible stories of growth, right? Like like catapulting to the next level. And I think what I've seen is it, it is this kind of hybrid method. A lot of times when they start, typically they're not doing paid. So they try organic and they test their product and they get going as best as they can, right? Mm-hmm. They build a website or they're on Etsy. They try and put stuff on Instagram. They're trying with the organic part, maybe they've built an email list, maybe they haven't, but they understand, okay, I've got a product. How do I get in front of other people? Typically it's like getting on Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. to be a hundred percent honest. Yeah. Um, That's doing blog posts, you know, that sort of thing. Then when you get into that partnership, which is kind of the idea of really, I think the, how multi-stream machine, the course Mm -hmm. really started was that Mina and I saw that in order to grow and scale, you couldn't necessarily, unless you had a ton of money to pay for ads and to acquire customers like that other masterminder we told you that made a million dollars in 10 months, unless you had all the money for that and the team, then you needed to kind of do a hybrid, which is that partnership. So it's the idea of organic, but where you gain the momentum is where you're getting onto other platforms to get in front of their customers. Yeah. Or yeah, we call it OPP, other people's Um, Which is funny because this acronym is (laughs) P-O-P. Pop. Or other people's platforms or P-O-P. Just get get confused with all our P's. But... um, But the idea of partnerships is, is that idea, right? Like that's where we've seen people scale because we've seen a lot, like, um, I know we talk about her a lot, but Sarah from Heartland Lettering started on Etsy. She paid for ads on Etsy. She had her small business on Etsy. She was a maker. As soon as she then decided to take her bestseller and move on to Amazon and to scale her bestseller there, she did pay for pay-per-click, mm-hmm. but she also was organically discovered on that platform but it was a partnership and then she doubled her revenue instantly. Yeah. Um, we've seen the same thing where people, retailers, you sell wholesale 
that's a partnership. Yeah. They're buying from you, but then you're getting in front of their customers. It's another place to be. Or if you're working with an affiliate or you're working with an influencer, you're typically, like Mina said, giving them a percentage or giving them product to talk about it. So there is an exchange there. And these are, I mean, see, I'm going to go back to Heartland Lettering. She had a 400, 400 orders roll in on one day with an influencer working with her yeah. organically, but she gave her product. And then a lot of people just remember that COVID shut everything down. They shut everything down for in-person. And so what happened there was that everything was forced online. Well, now everything's opening back up. So now there's that partnership of the online or not online, in-person trade shows coming back, right? So in-person craft shows, in-person farmers markets, all of that, because you're paying to be there right? It's kind of like the platform, quote unquote, other people's platforms. Well, it's the trade show booth that you're right there with them, you know? And so that is another idea of partnership. And that's where a lot of like people think of it as uh, organic because they're like, oh, grassroots regrew from being at farmer's markets. Well, you did pay to be part of those, you know? So it's actually partner. And that's the way they were able to scale. They took back the customer feedback. They adjusted their products. They learned how to sell their their product really, really quickly. They did, I don't know, special day um, bundles that happened for only that day. So, and then they paid the booth to be there. And sometimes they pay to be part of the goodies bags or, or whatever else there is. So that one is another example, right? The in-person, we call it old school. <laughs> That's what we literally call it in um, multi-stream machine is old school marketing where it's in-person and it's also using your personal network. So we all start usually with friends and family. That's organic usually, right? But we have to get outside of that. So there's, when you think about a concentric circle, you're starting with the people that you know, that's organic word of mouth, but eventually you need to move out of that circle. And how does that happen? Organically through word of mouth or partners, and you can move into other people's concentric circles. Right. Absolutely. So pros and cons of, of whether you would do a partner partners. One is that you are able to fulfill the orders that you would get or the orders you'd be required to do if you work with an influencer, for example, that you all of a sudden you get 400 orders, can you fulfill those? Do you have the, do you have the inventory? Um, if you're getting onto other platforms, does that platform fit where your customer is? I know we go over mm-hmm. this a lot in Multi-Shoe Machine on picking your path to profit. Uh-huh. And Are you going if, over pros um, and cons in one? So Kind of, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you are. So pros would be that you can scale quickly and get in front of other people's audiences, right? Cons was what Jacqueline was talking about too, is that, but is your customer there? Sometimes it's a waste of money, right? Um, Can you keep up with what needs to be fulfilled? Does it work for your type of business? Which again, we do do in that path to profit in module one and multi-shoe machine. So all of our terrible to work with. That's another thing. Like, do you ever want to work with that influencer again? <laughs> or even like wholesalers, right? Some people love wholesale. It's their bread and butter. They really like it. And some people, they don't like wholesale, right? They get less money and um, they don't love doing it all the time. So that's an example of a partner, one that maybe you like it or maybe you don't. But we've seen businesses like eat Lodestone Candles, for example, Greg, business has exploded for him and he's a candle business because of wholesale, you know? So Mm -hmm. it just depends too. Like that's a pro and a con is like, it has to fit how you like to sell too. And um, yeah, a con is that you have to give them a cut usually, but of course, I mean, you're paying for their time, 
you know? Yeah. Again, it goes back to that cost of doing business. I know we, we have this conversation a lot when it comes down to pricing or some, sometimes when we're talking about multi-issue machine and, you know, people sometimes have an objection that going on there, like, but I don't want to pay, you know, this percentage, like mm-hmm. uh, Amazon, for example, yeah. people will say, I don't want to pay this percentage for this, or I don't, I don't want, want to pay to... 15%. Okay. You're not willing to pay 15% of the, the amount sold to get billions of people to look at your product. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like Mina did this math for me yesterday. She's like zero divided by zero is still zero, right? So 15% of a hundred thousand dollar business is what? $1,500? No, mm-hmm. 15,000. I don't know. I shouldn't even try and do <laughs> Oh my God. On air math. <laughs> On air math. Um, hundred thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand, I believe. A hundred, a hundred fifty thousand. Yes, fifteen thousand. Yeah. Thank 15, you. 000, I think yes. Was, was, but you're making eighty-five thousand. But you probably wouldn't have made that hundred thousand if you were not on that because you wouldn't have gotten those eyes. So even if you're on there for a brief period, and again, I do believe that if it, if you don't feel that Amazon is is your place and don't be on there because there's some people that um, ethically they don't want to be on there. And I don't think that they should be like, don't change yourself to do something you don't want to do just because we, we tell you. But you that's know? the example. So like if yeah. I said you can add a platform and make a hundred thousand dollars more to your business and you would, and you'd be like, well, sure. And like, okay, it'll cost you $15,000 to add a hundred thousand dollars in revenue. That would be silly if you're like, nope, don't want to do it, right? Yeah, because investment. it adds to your rev, right? Or the same thing with wholesale. When people think about selling wholesale, and the traditional way was you paid a rep fifteen percent mm-hmm. commission plus showroom fees plus trade show fees, or if you're on a platform that sells wholesale direct to customer, they can take fifteen to twenty percent of your. But again, if they can exchange with you, if I'm going to add a hundred thousand dollars in revenue to your business in exchange for this percentage. Again, you could say no. I don't want to. I don't want to quote unquote give a percentage away. But zero out of zero is still zero. Yeah. So that's oh, I love the that idea. example because, um, like, think about Greg, right? So wholesale is usually fifty percent of their retail, for example. But, but the thing is, he would normally have to. Let's say he didn't focus on that and focus on direct to the customer. He would probably have to handle all the customer service, handle all the returns, that sort of thing. But instead he's gone into wholesale, more so wholesale. And he has, obviously he, they're like his clients, you know, like they're his retailers, his stockists basically. And then he doesn't have to deal with that end consumer, right? So for him, it's like, oh, I don't have to deal with all these other customers and what that, what they want for me. So for example, like if Amazon, Amazon handles all the customer service. So if I was to do that for myself and I know I'm giving them 15%, but when you think about how much a customer service person is, that probably is super beneficial to have them as like an, a partner of mine. You know, think about the fact that you don't need to hire people to fulfill your product. You know, like there's so many benefits to these other things, or you don't have to show up on Instagram and make reels all the time because you've partnered with an influencer or an affiliate that's going to do it for you. So Mm. I think that there's, there's a lot here, but we just wanted to kind of, you know, touch on this idea of paid versus organic marketing, the pros and cons and how and when to integrate them into your business. And the how and when is, can your, is it right for your business right now? Do you have the budget? If you, if you did paid marketing, do you have the inventory to ship? Could you keep up with a massive production, right? All these, all of this marketing is the intention is more eyes on your business for a spike to add to sales. And can your business grow with that? 
right? So we would love to continue to support you in this. If you are interested in Multi-Stream Machine, you can get on the wait list. It's multistreammachine.com if you're like, yes, this is what I need because the doors will open later in the fall. But you know, we just really wanted to help you think through this and what's right for you. And it doesn't have to be all of them. You could pick one to lean into, get really good at it, and then try something else. But it is a soup and it does kind of all go together in, in a way to really grow your business. Yeah. And definitely be a part of the directory too, because that will be opening up. Yeah. I mean, and I think, and going to the directory, I mean, that's absolutely why we did the directory. And that's why we launched it last fall was we were like, all of our small businesses that we work with want more visibility. They want to be discovered. They want to be connected with customers that want to buy from small businesses. And sometimes it's hard on bigger marketplaces, right? Like Etsy's hard to discover small businesses. You have to be really specific in your search and there's just so much competition. The same with, you know, Amazon people aren't sure if they're small businesses. You're asking them to go to local markets to buy or to like Main Street USA. So the directory very much is to accomplish two things. Like the consumers need and want to discover the small businesses, but also for all of you, when you get listed, that you're in front of people who actually want to buy. They're coming there to discover, to support, and to buy from small businesses like yours. Mm-hmm. Zero percent commission too. So we are a kind of in partner, right? We're in the partner yeah. bucket. I thought we were but, a mix between partner and paid. Yeah, a little bit. Paid is usually like ads. So, I mean, we have made it definitely it ads and traditional advertising for paid, but then we're also like, I don't know, partners in, but we don't get a cut of their stuff. <laughs> right. They just, yeah, they pay for that that partnership. I think I look at it right now that the, the directory is more a partnership. Like we're partnering mm-hmm. together. Like we're, we're created a for you. Yeah. Like we're working for our small businesses. Like Mina and I are funding it, okay. especially yeah. initially ourselves, mm-hmm. for publicists, for social media managers, for emails and email campaigns and growing our lists and ads. Like we're we're doing all these other things and also partnerships, right? Like we're working with big influencers to come in and, and attract people to the Shop One and Five um, Instagram account and and Shop One and Five Pledge. So we're working on all of that for you. And then the the paying to be listed is for basically to help compensate for some of this. Yeah. Now the paid part in the future in version two, we might do advertising. So we might do like features mm-hmm. that are paid advertising where you may pay to have a placement on the website in a different place or to have like a feature or to be a part of a gift guide. Mm-hmm. And that would probably weigh more with the paid side of it versus yeah. right now, I feel like we're, we lean more towards partners. Yeah, for sure. Agreed? Are we on the same page? (laughs) Yes. So we're going to make that a quick episode, but here we've trudged through this whole thing. And hopefully that was, (laughs) that was super helpful because I think it is helpful in knowing like, okay, I, I, we believe in organic and we believe in partner and we believe in paid as well. And how can you make the soup that is right for your business? You know, when we say soup, we mean all the ingredients that you mix together. <laughs> you are to the make chef. A soup. <laughs> yes. And the soup is the end result, which is uh, the end result is you growing a business that's profitable and that has customers that are raving fans. So thank you so much. Um, remember, just DM us if you have any questions about anything over on Instagram. If you are loving this and if you're not following the Shop One and Five pledge yet, would you mind heading over to the Instagram and following at Shop One and Five or go take a look at the, the website and shop the directory. And we will put all the links below because the directory at this point will probably be up 
in the beta phase and you can also get listed. So we'll see you over there. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts, and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the shop one in five pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most, because the truth is your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge. If you head to shop one in five.com, the link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the shop one in five pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives.